Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got a sick episode for you. This one is recorded right after Smash Wrestling Super Showdown 6. It is pretty much their WrestleMania. It was fucking incredible. And joining me in the studio today is Jeff Cobb. You may also know him from Lucha Underground as the Monster Matanza. He's toured all over Japan, has been wrestling in Ring of Honor, and just everywhere important that is in the wrestling, Jeff is the man. It was an honor to have him in the studio for this candid convo. Also joining me and Jeff, current Impact Knockout Champion, the one and only Tessa Blanchard. And it was kind of fun. Um, and this episode, it wasn't pre-planned. Um, I caught Jeff a little off guard. He was um, he was about to leave the Super Showdown after party, which was at our sponsor, the Pacific Junction Hotel. The studio was there. It was set up. I waited till he was done eating, and then I asked him if he would join me, and he kindly accepted what I didn't know him and Tessa were about to leave. And uh, Jeff went up to her and was like, hey, I'm going to just do this thing. And she's like, okay, I'll join you. And I asked her if she wanted to be involved. And she's like, no, no, I'll just chill. I'll just chill. And then as we started having fun with this conversation, she kind of chimes in. And I keep throwing some questions her way. And, yeah, we have a lot of laughs. The three of us all profess our love to Okada from New Japan. Jeff talks a lot about being over at New Japan and just hilarious random topics if you're unfamiliar with how the the recording booth is set up you can see people recording in the girth radio studio from the bar pacific junction hotel it's a window and of course at a wrestling party all these guys are gonna heckle once in a while and actually smash wrestling's anthony kingdom james came up posted a note to for, to jeff that said the earth is round and we get in a great conversation about his flat earth theory and it got my wheels kind of turning i know it sounds silly but just hear him out this is this is a really fun one and there is a couple chunks of this convo taken out there's one moment they whispered a secret and it kind of picked up on the mic so that's not in there and i could have not told you this but i made a big big mistake And I'm only sharing this because recently a lot of aspiring interviewers in podcasters have hit me up asking for like different advice. And this one, I just kind of learned a lesson during the show that evening when Tessa came out, somebody in the crowd near me whispered a tidbit of information to one of their friends, which wasn't true. And I mentioned it in the interview and there was a what the fuck moment and luck (laughs) and I apologize. And luckily, Jeff and Tessa are awesome people and we just carried on without it being way too weird. But um, I just want to say for anybody who's going into interviews, do your own research. Even if you hear a cool fact or something, just Double check online before you spout it out because it might not be true and it might confuse the fuck out of everybody. And with that being said, the end of this episode, there's a second interview with the heads of Smash Wrestling, Sebastian Suave and James Key. 
Sebastian talks about the intense match he had that evening. He came in the studio, had a big gash on his forehead, was in a last man standing match. The first time he bladed um, was pretty fucking wild. He explains all of that, and him and James kind of reflect on the night, talk about some moves going forward, and pretty much just the current state of Smash Wrestling. And before I get into this one, if this is your first time listening, if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else, just to let you know, we have a home base called www.girthradio.com. Every episode has its own page. You'll see some pictures of Tessa and Jeff Cobb in the studio. It's also a really hilarious picture that Jeff Cobb showed me of when he was on his uh, New Japan tour and the legendary Tanahashi did his hair and <laughs> it's magnificent so yeah you can see that all on www.girthradio.com and with that being said jeff cobb the monster matanza Cueto, tessa blanchard knockouts champion sebastian suave james key smash wrestling coming at you right now <laughs> From Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. <laughs> uh, one Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, the girl that did uh, Superstar. Oh yeah, yeah, They're and like, um, I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what was that one called again? I love the balls. The yeah. balls are very sweaty balls. Very sweaty balls. They're very sweaty. Tessa, do you know what we're talking about or no? Before time. Yeah, way before your time. Oh, yeah. Julie, if you found you, we go get it. Please. Sorry. Thank you. Damn it, Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff Cobb. Please and thank you. Yeah. So are you t- are you taking a plane back to Yeah, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow early, early or Oh shit. Yeah. It's fine because I, I like I want I like going home. I like like not wasting my whole day. Yeah, it seems like you're just fucking traveling like crazy all the time. Eh? Like yeah. So you're like, you pretty much work for every promotion. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Thank you. You were just talking about how you're like Charlie Brown, where you can't just say Jeff. You have to say Jeff Cobb. You can say Jeff. You can't say Jeff. No one knows. You can, no one knows who you're talking about. You have to say Jeff Cobb. You're Jeff Cobb. Okay. <laughs> I'm Jeff Cobb with sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would look at it, but my phone's at one percent, so if I look at it, I want to. Oh, do you need a charger? Oh, nice! Holy lord! Mine's at forty-two. It lasts for like five charges. Like charges Sweet my phone to hundred like five times. Sweet baby yeah. Jesus. Okay, I'm gonna use this. Is it on? Yes, ma'am. Cool. Because it's charging. All right. Uh, what a on. travel partner here, Tessa taking care. Of. She's like a mother. Eh? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> She's super. Thanks for asking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks are for being. Sh- are we? Cool. Are you recording? So I just hit record. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna start cutting the breeze? in. We're just gonna shoot the breeze can a little cuss? bit. You can cuss. You can poop. say whatever the f- fudge you want, Jeff. Poop. Yeah. You don't poop. You poop. Poop mouth. <laughs> well, uh, Anchorman guys. Yeah. How I uh, first got exposed to you was through Lucha Underground. 
um, Aztec Warfare. You came out, fucking wrecked shit. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And that was the first time I got exposed to Lucha Underground. And like, I, one thing I love about that is the cinematic aspect from with it. Do you have like a lot of fun doing all these vignettes and stuff for that? In a different style of wrestling? Uh, okay, so I didn't know we were going to do that, so I'll oh, okay. put on my Canadian accent. Yeah. Um, you know what it's about. So originally, when I got hired for Lucha Underground, um, I was doing a lot of... Uh a lot of dark matches because they didn't have anything in in mind for me. They thought about like a little Taz gimmick. I can't do the. the yeah. <laughs> I apologize. It, it, it takes practice. But um, yeah. So uh, I originally got funny story was and I don't know if this is hundred percent sure or not, but the Matanza character is supposed to go to somebody else. Oh no way. Yeah. Um, a gentleman that's in Impact Wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. I don't want to throw any name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of whispering going on. Yeah. So it was supposed to go to him, but he didn't want to wait forever to debut. So they said, give it to Jeff. And I took it as an opportunity. Granted, I've never wrestled in a mask before, allegedly. Yeah. And yeah, and then I just ran with it. It was fun. It was cool. Yeah. How is it wearing that mask? I don't it know. If there, is there any like breathing holes in it? It looks no, like you're just it covered. Sucks. <laughs> um, there's a, there was a few times that people who watch backstage, because there's a little room. You've seen it. It's so small. Yeah. yeah. It's a room that, and then everybody's chosen there, but they can see what's recording live. There's a few times where I'd get hit and I'd go outside and it'd be so hot. And I'd, I'd, I didn't think the cameras were on me and I'd be like, <laughs> and I put it back down and then I come back and someone's like, hey man, uh, it's hot and hot out there. I was like, why? Well, I saw you put your mask up to breathe and they like, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then I have no peripherals. And for some reason, when I have that, it's because it's a it's genuine leather, yeah, from Mexico. Um, people assume that they can hit me harder because I have leather. Like they just think it's just a oh, pad. Yeah, like. yeah. Uh, let's see. Ricky Banderas punched me. Like that was the first time I ever punched by another man. I never been hit by another man. Uh, Pentagon thinks he can he kick like he's trying to try out for the. The the Argonauts, yeah. Yeah. nice local team. Yeah, yeah. Hey, pop. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? I'm impressed. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, I mean, I I like doing it, but at the same time, like, and I also got to put on those black, like, I look like a raccoon. Yeah. So no, I don't. I hate putting on that black makeup and then mm-hmm. all that dirt. Oh. Yeah. So it's got to be so freeing when you're on the indies or doing the New Japan thing, and you are just Jeff Cobb. You're yeah. Kinda- I feel like I can just rip off that prom dress because I'm not really a prom queen. I'm more of a ch- an artsy chick. Yeah. Yeah. And I came out. That's that's my weird analogy for the night. <laughs> yeah. How was uh, your time in Japan that was recently? Great. Yeah. Um, I love Japan. The fans are very respectful. New Japan is an awesome place to work for. They have some of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, Gato is an amazing booker. His mind is great. Uh. Tiger Tori is super funny. Yeah. Uh, oh Tessa's pointing her finger up. Yeah, oh yeah. I love Tiger. Yeah. Okada, when he comes out and he makes it rain. I know Kata someone I know someone who fangirls after, well, for that. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I fangirl too. Like I'll be watching it on my fucking computer, New Japan World, and they do the pose and I'm just like, ah, like unconsciously. <laughs> Okada's honestly one yeah. of the biggest dorks, but he's super cool. 
Yeah. I can't. Anytime I'm around him, I'm too nervous. Really? Really? <laughs> he's, yeah. He's wonderful. He's uh, a superstar. Th- yeah. uh, for example, he, we wrestled at the Cow Palace uh, first week of July, July 7th, I believe. Yeah. And New Japan did a special there. And Okada was in a match. And he jumped from the top rope and he yelled, Scooby Dooby Doo! <laughs> for no odd reason, for no reason, yeah. no rhyme or reason, yeah, he yeah. just did it. Yeah, and um, for a while he just had that the character, the Rainmaker, and I noticed he's kind of having a little more fun now, balloons, and that's almost like you with the Matanza taking off the Matanza mask. I noticed you're having a lot more fun. Well, I think I think it comes with the pressures of being the New Japan Heavyweight Champion, you know, because that's mm. you know a lot of people think that that's like the number one, comp- like it's arguable that. That's the number one company in the world. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, granted, like, you know, WWE's huge. It's a global machine. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who think New Japan's better. Yeah. And being that guy to bring New Japan into the limelight forefront, that's mm-hmm. that's got to be, that's a huge burden to carry. Yeah, um, yeah. Definitely. I don't know if I could do it. Just mm-hmm. I'm a... I'm. I'm also I'm one. Not of, even, I'm not Japanese. Yeah. So. Or actually, I, I, I'm a quarter. I'm a quarter. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm one of those guys who do think New Japan's better, and uh, I'm wondering if you are going to be back. I thought you were like a perfect fit for uh, like their style. And I, I will. Uh, well, I've done two tours with them in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. I, mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Yet. Okay, yeah, we don't have to. I've, I, I'll be back. Sorry, I'm really paying attention. I'm trying to find a sweet. Uh, so like, um, Okada took my phone and took a selfie once. Oh really? Oh, so you're trying to find the Okada yeah. picture? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Listen, listen. Okay, you so, you can talk. All, can, can you read that? Did you read? Yeah, that? the Earth is round. Yeah. Okay, I am not one to push anything on people. I'm mm-hmm. not a Mormon. I'm not a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. I'm not a CrossFitter. I'm but, not vegan. But are you a flat earther? No. Okay. I don't. I don't understand why you wrote the earth because, around. No. No. Because I'm not saying I don't believe it, mm. and I'm not saying I believe it. But they make valid points. Things that make <laughs> you go hmm. Yeah, yeah. Things that make you go hmm hmm hmm. Yeah. But, uh, That's an early '90s song. Yeah, has any of them like been to the edge and took a picture? Or? No. Okay, like for, I mean, I mean, for example, like a lot of a lot of cool points are, are being made. Like for example, why can't like we can quote unquote fly to the moon, go yeah. into space, mm-hmm. make an atomic bomb, cars that drive themselves? But why can't we go over go over Antarctica? What's over there? Mm-hmm. What are they hiding? Okay, true talk. True talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. Too. <laughs> you have to fly to Newark to go all the way to Vegas. Yeah. Okay, Tessa. Yo. Wait, wait, I can just fly. Like, okay, for example, like, like Australia, on the map. Like when I flew to Australia, I had to go from Vegas to Los Angeles, which is southwestish. Los Angeles to. Ch- uh, China, uh, Taipei, which then I had to go down, and then I had to go up like a like I was making a the left side of a V, <laughs> and then curve around. Then I had to go to God, I forgot where, probably South Korea, 
and then South Korea to Australia. But it on a glow, it's a straight. Why can't I just? Why can't we just go on a straight path? Mm, do it. Okay. Another yeah, case yeah. in point. When I uh, when I fly to Japan, why are we going like north over? I don't know. <laughs> like why why do they call it an airplane? Because we're going over a plane. We're flying over a plane. Not a. It's not called an an air sphere. It's called an airplane. Make some valid I'm points. starting That's, to be a believer. No, 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 Jeff Cobb, wanna, you're ruining me. I don't want to convert anybody. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, wait, wait, what, what happens in elementary school? Hi, kids. A, B, C, D. Earth is round. They tell us all this. Mm-hmm. They, when I was growing up, I thought Thanksgiving was a beautiful thing. Come to find out, yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. It's just a massacre. Horrible. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm just, I'm yeah. Just, you know, I I don't I don't believe, but I don't not believe. I don't not believe. Good You're Lord, who mm-hmm. Englished me? <laughs> yeah, so I'm in. I I hear valid points. I know valid, and it's you know I. I'm just o- more open-minded, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And you're more traveled than me, too. And you've had these experiences of just yeah, the jumping around. so patterns, and I don't yeah. understand. You think, like, the airlines are in on it, too? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is go. this the Okada picture? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Look at his smile. You just take that on your phone? Yeah. He takes my phone and takes it. <laughs> <laughs> a live photo too. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, look, if you click it, you can see him moving. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know it was a video. Oh, no, I didn't know like this live, live thing. What so when you heck? take a photo, turn your live off. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I barely know how to work my phone. Yeah. Thing up here. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. And this is why I miss a lot of bookings is I don't know how to do my email sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you just miss some things. Oh, this is this is another one too. This oh, is that's Hashi, that's a beautiful one. Tanahashi did my hair. Stop. Uh, <laughs> I need to take a picture of your phone. Yeah. Now Tanahashi. Look at you got okay, the little so, Japan. So we oh, a little side note. So like usually when we go to different towns, we go on buses. And New Japan will stay with New Japan. Bullet Club has their own bus. Chaos and all the factions have their own bus. So he's I'm on the New Japan bus with Tanahashi. The first trip we made when we go to we do little truck stops, but the truck stops are way nicer in Japan. Really? Yeah. Like how Amazing. so? Like is it just cleaner? Clean, okay. clean and always something to eat and buy and shop. So we get off the bus and these girls are running up. And I'm I'm walking on like, oh my god, people know me. And then I get self-conscious, I go, do they think I'm Samoa Joe? <laughs> And I keep walking, but they run past me. Yeah, yeah. Tanahashi's behind me. Oh and they shit! Start crying. Yeah, the crying ace. Crying of tears. <laughs> oh man, tears they, of joy. What tears I, of sweaty balls. Yeah. What I like watching about like a Tanahashi or a Okada match. By the end of it, just the crowd's crying. Like you don't see that in WE anymore. Like it used to happen a bit in the '90s too, once yeah. in a while. But now it's like almost every main event. There's just people bawling, and there's a certain emotion. It's so like, good. yeah, it's it's not just moves. It's they draw you in with their emotion. They tug at your heartstrings. Yeah, like they, I referenced this earlier. Just like when, um, for sorry, spoiler alert, but like for the guys that watch Infinity War, when Peter, when Spider Man at the end is like, Mister Stark, I'm not ready to go. Mr. Yeah, Stark, I don't feel go. good. I don't feel good. I, and then he whoa, tug it. You could be 12, 20, 75. That, that got you emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what New Japan does. Yeah, and that's what I love about wrestling and like there's the and freedom not, of wrestling. No, no, too. not just New Japan, but like every so often WWE will get you the tug of those hearts. Yeah, yeah. Impact does that. Ring everybody does that. When when done right, you can suck people in. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And I also like the style of matches too. They give you a lot of time to tell the story. Yeah. Where like WWE's you got to hit the beat before the commercial break and I get it. It's not, like not for the most part like yeah. um like New Japan house shows. They'll give it like I've like the last tour I went on I, it was a nine show tour and I did nine eight minute matches. Yeah. <laughs> ten man tags. So there's ten of us for eight minutes. It was wonderful. Wow, yeah. Yeah. I've I've never felt so rejuvenated on mm-hmm. after a tour. Yeah, you just take a couple bumps a night and then oh okay. Not even. Well really <laughs> There was one I took no bumps. <laughs> it was glorious. Yeah. Tessa, can I ask you something too? Um what is it about Okada that makes you so nervous? Is there like an aura to it? Is this you, a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be online. Yeah. We, if you get embarrassed by whatever you say, you, we can cut it. But I just want to know, like, is there an aura to him when he steps in a room? And I think the first... Well, this sounds like... That sounds so weird. No, 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 no. He's he's excellent. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm interested in this. Yeah, yeah. This is the second time, or the first time I heard it. I was like, really? And then it kind of stuck with me. And then now oh I'm my gosh, I used to it. tell Trevor that all the time that Okada was my wrestling crush. Mm-hmm. And then I think he like made Okada wear my Tessa Blanchard shirt one time, oh. and he sent me a picture of it. Oh. And I was, he goes, "You can't post this though." I was like, "Damn it." Uh- <laughs> Oh, I was thinking about um, now. Don't say anything until I finish my promo. Yeah. But I was thinking about changing my gimmick. What? Like, okay, wait for it. Dink, 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 dink. That's J E double F C O double B. Ain't I great? Huh? <laughs> With my baby tonight, before her time. All right, and no, that no, was I know. the only time that I'm going to use that gimmick. What if you change to Just Jeff? No, because they have that Just Joe in WWE. Or go by, like, the vending machine. I Oh, yeah. <laughs> the vending I like the that. I like machine. that. I teamed with Brian Cage at Bar Wrestling in uh, Baldwin Park. Cheap mm-hmm. plug for Joey Ryan because he's such a cool dude. Yep. But, yeah, bar we wrestled. Wrestling. And, yeah, Bar Wrestling, guys. Check it out. It's every uh, usually on Thursdays, which is awesome. Cool. So runs on Thursdays. is it exactly what it sounds like just in a bar people having fun? Is or? American Legion post? A American Legion post? So it's pretty much a bar. Cool. It has like that PWG feel. Yeah, it has a PWG Reseda vibe. Nice. You just come in, have fun, hang out, and watch some good wrestling. That's cool. There's it's some. So awesome. There's no championships or anything. No, cha- no yeah, like no titles. No titles, no champ. Just really yeah. good wrestling. Sorry, I burped. Awesome yeah, fans. that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. We got something in Toronto called Super Kicked, and it's. I think it might be a similar vibe. Like, people go to drink. There's no seats. Like, fans around the ring. Same and, like, concept. if there's a dive, they're catching. They're, like, part of the show. So, Same yeah, concept. that's Same really concept. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just fun. Like, you know, wrestling doesn't have to, like, it shouldn't be stressful. Just have fun, relax. And wrestling's, wrestling's tough as it is. You know, mm-hmm. our job is entertain fans. Like, you know, like, everybody's like, oh, man, thank you for coming out. They was like, shit, you guys spent your hard-earned money to come watch us 
in my stretchy pants. Yeah, but I think who wouldn't really? But, but uh, I think like more like the fans are seeing layers of how much like you guys actually go through with like the boom of podcasting and like all these like shoot interviews, and I think it's also building like more of a respect for what you guys do. Because I, I hate we, when people say oh, it's fake or whatever. Mm-hmm, it's it's not. not. No, no, it's not. Yeah, like, you will get slammed on that. Like you can, like, you literally peel back the the layers of the ring. It's a canvas. It's an inch thick pad, if that. If that. Yeah. Some places don't even have that. Some don't. places. Do what? Shit. And then underneath. Have you been to Japan? <laughs> and then is it un- stiff no, there? Mexico. Mexico. There's no, no given. It's a boxing ring in Mexico. What? But like, and then for like, you strip that back, and it's and it's wood. You strip that back, it's metal. Mm-hmm. And there's a metal frame. That's it. There's no spring in the middle. It's not a gymnastics mat because then we break our ankles every night. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like you fall on that a couple times a night. And then go to your hotel room at midnight, and then try and then try to shower and repack, and then try to take a two-hour nap, and then wake up at 4 a.m. because you have a 6 a.m. flight, and then do that, and then sit on a plane for three hours, get off, run to another gate, get on another plane, go home, and take another flight for two hours, mm-hmm. see if your body likes that. Do that three or four times a week. Yeah. And see, and then see how you feel. Then, t- then come back and tell me wrestling's fake. If you can do that, if you can do that that week, that's cool. Then turn around and do it in the following week. Yeah, and, or the following day after a flight. Get, and, I say we get paid to deal with the bullshit. Wrestle yeah, for free. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, like wrestling's a we get paid to wait. It's a waiting game. Mm-hmm. Like I love wrestling. I love wrestling, but I mean. I don't think anyone would go through half the yeah, stuff if we like, didn't love Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> it's I like a next level up. Get three feet from a dude getting electrocuted by a batter a car battery. That's insane. For uh, if I didn't love what I do. Yeah, I yeah. Like Jeff Cobb's literally insane. Yeah. I'm gonna get electrocuted. And it was actually sparking and everything. Yeah. Like this is jackass guys. Like, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't do that if you didn't love what you do. And then you, you roll over towards him and I was like, oh my god, Jeff's about to get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, Fuck. I smell I smell burnt hair. But oh, yeah. Oh my so god. Like, you know, stuff like that. Yes. It's, you know, everybody's like, oh it's so glad like, oh it's fake or, or oh you guys get to travel the world. I was like, yeah. But it's a rarity that you get to see a lot of sights and sounds. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times we have the six AM flights. So yeah, we see the airport, then we see the drive to the venue, then we see maybe a Wawa or a Denny's or an IHOP and then we see our hotel and then we see the airport again and then we're trying and then it's the same so you go to all yeah. the cool places but you don't really get to see the yeah cool like yeah been, yeah you're in the like, town but you're in the venue yeah basically. I've been to so many states I've never thought I'd go to on my own but I don't get time to enjoy it I mean sometimes I do there are there are a handful of times mm-hmm. where I get to like for example like Bowl is three straight days in LA so you can go to like like most uh, Venice Beach or go to train with Josh Barnett or you know like take the foreigners in and out you know, it's stuff, like you can do that kind of stuff yeah but it's rare mm-hmm. like tonight it's cool like like I've been to Toronto maybe like this is my sixth time and I've only got to see downtown Toronto once oh I really yeah company. shit and every time I work at Smash like I'm at a booking the day before so I gotta fly in the day of I leisurely land here at like 11 or 12 and by the time I get here show starts at 5 doors open at 4 so I don't get to see too much but I get to hang out after yeah yeah you know so it's like cool people make the trip worthwhile yeah nice man and I just want to say like uh, I appreciate what you both do and I know you guys got an early flight and uh, thanks for doing this little interview with me yeah well Bundy 
Cheers. I kind of like hopped on Jeff's interview. I, I love it. Because I, I was I, I was going to separately bug you, but now I know you were both going out the door. So, uh, yeah. But, I, I didn't want to uh, get you in trouble either. So, if you want to j- chime in, no, chime no, in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Whoa, thank you. Bundy. Congrats on another epic super showdown. I met you last year, mm-hmm. almost exactly a year from now, prior to Super Showdown. Yeah. And yeah, it's just Toronto indie wrestling has been personally revitalizing my love for wrestling. I am and it's just great what you guys are doing. Like and cheers for tonight, man. This cheers. is fucking awesome. I think that's what indie on all fronts, whether it's with movies or music or other fronts are, like that underground scene really revives the passion in a lot of people for their passions, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's sports or music. Like I love mainstream sports, but sometimes you just gotta go to, you know, one of the minor leagues or somewhere where you, even you got some old timers playing. You just see some guys grinding and showing some heart and it's not for or the money it's just people putting it on the line and being accessible it's yeah 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 I was gonna say I think it's like um, there's a certain like uh, non-complacency that you can't replicate that comes with indie wrestling it's um, it's it's very pure and it's very um, without like compromise you know and it's it's and when it's done right it's it's fucking magical yeah yeah and it's just like being in the room is this it's crazy there's this a pulsing energy and uh i want to mention uh, earlier tonight and shout out to my buddy pat he's been on the show he came with me to the show he's got like a series on vice and saw sebastian's match first match of the night and started screaming at me holy fuck this is the opener he's like because he's used to watching just we and he came out and you guys just broke somebody's brain i like watched it happen yeah i mean i i we talked before the show and um I think I would like, I almost questioned it as an opener. Uh, I question. I didn't want it as an opener. I had it as fourth. Yeah. Because for me, it's like I think. Uh, well, if the big spoilers are fine, yes. Yeah, yeah. If, so yeah. with with Tarek winning in the in the main event of the show, I liked him being fourth with me because our 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 feud and the all the weapons would get a breather at intermission, mm-hmm. and then you know he'd be out, people wouldn't expect him coming out just from match four to match seven but then you know i spoke with tyson and tyson's the one who pressed it to open he's like it gives Tarek more time but more he's like there's occasionally been these big feuds and everyone's because a big show like this it's like the wrestlemania shows there's not one big special match or several it's like and everyone's not expecting one of those big blow-off matches to start a show mm-hmm. i was remember ring of honor did it with uh kevin uh owens and Sami Zayn when they were uh, kevin steen and generico uh everyone's expecting them to be main or semi-main it's there's two or three big matches on that show that have been really built up and out of nowhere you hear their music to start the show it's like holy yeah shit. it's like what and yeah i want to mention to people who are listening to this that i'm looking across the table right now and you have a big bandage on your head uh, from a gash and i usually i usually see you in like really hard-hitting matches but this one was just to another yeah. level and like I kind of want to know, like... He made me bleed my own blood. Yeah. Nobody makes you bleed, bleed your, your own, own blood. blood. <laughs> uh, you see, you boys are from the um, same generation. I, I use that around a few boys in the locker room. You, the younger Buffalo boys, would not get it. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. Mark Wheeler, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> waving to us from the other side of the glass. But yeah, like some guys don't get the uh, Zoolander references, but I'm like, you know, if, if you're a little older, you know, mm-hmm. you, you get it. Definitely. And going into that, Seb, like, how did you feel? Were you nervous at all? or? Uh, yes, but not for the match. So uh, I did make a bit of a vague post yesterday. I really wanted to put over how important this match t- was to me, which was true, mm-hmm. and how important of a stage it is for our roster and our fans and our staff, which is true. And uh, I said it was the first time in a long time I was scared. And anyway, I said, but it's not for the reasons people think, like nervousness. And I wasn't nervous for the match or the intensity of the match. Tarek and I have great chemistry and um, we bring out a physical best in each other. What I was nervous for is I've, I've been coming off a knee rehab that was supposed to be healed about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it did take a little bit longer. And unfortunately I know my knee wasn't a hundred percent and although this last week at the gym I've been going very hard on my physiotherapy and I haven't been hurting it and I've been feeling like it could hold together I was most worried about that because I can have this great match and the whole purpose tonight was to not just blow off our feud and be important for myself and Tarek but we know he's transitioning in the main event of the town match I did not want my leg to give out or get injured and not be able to give uh the magic that we i feel we did tonight wow and thankfully my knee held up together but that's what i was scared about yeah yeah and it's crazy like you both wear so many hats under the smash umbrella and lots of people who are listening they might not know you actually run the show as well and with james they see you in the ring announcing but you're also like do edits and like you're all over it's amazing uh, at first when james started i said uh, i need you to be me essentially do all the roles and you know till today James is still in that role because I've always subscribed like I can't have one specific role and I always see James in the same thing like whether it's social media or editing or being a face for us or sometimes working with media or working with some of the talent backstage camera like there's like he's got 10 hats and it's like he can't have one hat <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. everywhere but it, it kind of goes back to like even the first comment you made like but that's the beauty of indie wrestling is that we do all wear 10 hats and it's because you have to I mean, you can't. Um, mm-hmm. You're not a big corporation. You don't have the the millions and trillions of dollars. And but at the same time, I friggin' challenge, you know, people with millions and trillions of dollars to to put on shows. We do like you, yeah. you can't, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, because you can't replicate that, that kind variable of, of passion. Like, yeah, I know it it's easy to say passion. Everyone can say they have passion, but you know, there isn't some glory days. There isn't some glory pay. Some days, like for us to still be here and give 150 percent, and like we've had those shows that we've treated like huge victories because there is good crowds, good money, good respect, good growth. And it's like other people in our shoes wouldn't have that incentive to do this for us. It's, it's not just love for, for, for uh, pro wrestling on the indie scene, but eventually it's uh, doing it on this platform in repetition. Eventually now you have a love for this brand. You have a love for this group of friends amongst the wrestlers and the staff. And this is your home. This is your friendship. This is your circle. This is your blood, sweat, and tears, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and for all intents and purposes, like companies like us shouldn't succeed. In a, if you think about it, like you think about how many indies start up and then either you know they plateau or they don't make it or they fold and whatever um you know we're we're the minority we're the we're the like um and i think it's a like lightning in a bottle or a perfect storm of of you know the right people Mm -hmm. um you know like all being on the same page and, and really putting the company before um you know a lot of personal interests which is i mean 
you you can't like the it's it's very uh, I don't I don't want to say lucky, but like it's it's like a perfect storm. Like it's not many, and I'm not saying this out of uh, arrogance or whatever, but it's it's very difficult to find that like equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's truly something special too, and. What's great, like, even a lot of times off the mic, and, like, thanks to you guys, like, I get, like, some bigger name wrestlers in here, which I'm geeking out over, and no, I always appreciate it. You say thanks it. to us, yeah, but yeah. it's thanks to, like, yeah. you guys and, and people that support, too. Right? Yeah, but even, like, um, like you hear the interviews, and they usually big up Smash, but even off the mic, I want to tell you both, like, just, like they're always like we love it here we had such a good time at smash and there's something special like behind the curtain that we don't see as fans that how you're treating the wrestlers and it shows uh by the Thank way you. they they yeah. say that just it's not difficult because there's so many it's like you know how they say if, if you're in a certain environment you you adapt to that environment if you're around a bunch of negative people you become negative around you're a bunch of hard-working go-getters you become a hard-working go-getter in our locker room we've had the tyson dukes and the Braxton Sutters, uh, aka Pepper Parks, and they know the staff's name. They hang out with the staff. They have yeah, a beer yeah. with the staff. They they tear down the ring with the staff at times. And like a lot of our staff and wrestlers, and even you know like James can attest. There's a lot of like there's there's so many diehard regulars, and they just don't know James is the guy in the ring. They talk with him. They shoot the shit with him online. James legitimately probably can look at the crowd from in the ring and list about 130 people's names. Yeah, and, and that's something I'm, he, pr- I'm proud of. Yeah. He, he can just not just say their name as someone he knows that buys a ticket. He has a fair idea of, well, you're from this town when you probably have this job and like, yeah, this is your you interest. Them, and, yeah. You maybe look like a stalker. You're, yeah. like, hey, you're from this town. You're, yeah. You go to bed at this time. Stand for the fans. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, because you know what? You're not saying, hey, uh, John Doe, thank you for buying a ticket. It's, hey, John Doe, how's the family? Everything's good. It's like, yeah. so how was your week, man? It's like, oh, you know, the job I work here. Oh, cool. I work uh, in E1. He works in the same industry. So they bond. You, you, you get to know people. They, uh, right? And it's it comes down to just, I mean, respecting the people who invest in you, too. I mean, like, they're all great people. Like, we've, we've built such a great community of people that, like, they're all awesome. And, I mean, you, you respect the fact that, you know, it, it, in today's day and age, you know, um, entertainment dollars uh, are straight, aren't easy to come by. Um, and when people choose to invest in you and to give their hard-earned money and, you know, their, their uh, expendable income... Uh, to to watch us do what we do, I mean, you can't. I I think you know you just you don't want to take that for granted, you know. Mm-hmm. And you want like the best way we can show our appreciation is a put on the best shows we can, uh, and b you know you're not put ourselves above them because at the end of the day, at heart, we're all fans still too. You yeah, know? yeah, and it's yeah, it's going to keep them coming back, and it's beyond that, it makes them feel like family. And you know what? They are in a way. Yeah, family. no, yeah. Smash Wrestling, a hundred percent, and I say that uh, in the show opens every time. Um, you know, being an all-inclusive show and, and trying to promote, you know, a very positive environment. We are a family, and everyone there looks out for each other, and it's it's great that it gets when you say something like that, and it gets a positive response. You know, and because I don't I don't say it just to, you know, to be in the now or to be mm-hmm. like woke or whatever, but I, like we mean it. Yeah, and I, I think we do a good job of. <clears throat> living up to that yeah that's amazing and what's always something that i admire about your shows too it's uh there's so many 
different styles of wrestling, and it. Yeah, tonight tonight was a good example. Yeah, it was just I was laughing, I was cringing, I was like just like every every almost every emotion, but it's almost like from my perspective, it seems like you calculate the pace of the show and like. Oh, that's yeah. it's it's a fucking science. Like, yeah. like even it, it feels you like you it watching. Think like, it is. It's yeah. you know why it's it's a one-off show. Isn't it's we have we like we've, we've learned over the years. We like planting little seeds and we like developing stories without people realizing stories are taking place. Yeah, and sometimes you we you, at face value only see two or three stories, but if uh, you, you finally see the payoff, you have more like five or six things building up. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Scott Hunt. <laughs> there you oh, we're, go. Just, we're getting a bill. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> More foosball. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh, the butt can was mine. The club <laughs> soda wasn't mine. Oh, uh, somebody the shrimp him. stuff. The sliders. This is me and uh, Donald. But uh, shout out to John Green. <laughs> All right, we're good. <laughs> yeah, the bill always arrives in the boss's desk. You know. Yeah, but yeah mm-hmm. like you know, like it is a science because. Sometimes even without direction for people, you gotta make sure that they don't become irrelevant or that you you maintain the pace of where they're at. Okay, I'll play you for the dollar. I'll play you for a game from the dollar after. All right, people are disrespectful interrupting interviews. They think they're being respectful by saying goodbye, but really they're interrupting a fantastic interview. I love you too, Mark. Nice to meet you, dude. Have a good night. Uh, on the bright side, every time that door opens, we're hearing some good tunes. So. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is a science because, like you said, there's you don't want people getting lost in shuffle. You, you, I think you do a really good job of protecting people. Mm. And sometimes it's like real life. You, you know it may not be ideal for someone, but you're trying to minimize a blow. You're like, all right, this may not be the best direction for one or two shows for a said person, but let's m- maintain some status quo let's find plan, what's plan B yeah something as simple as you know they're lost in a multi-man match but then you know they can you just it, it, it airs you film something and you air it between matches backstage it keeps people's curiosity right yeah yeah there, there, there's and that's the fun part I think it's allowed what I've appreciated I've always subscribed that our fans would never know that stuff and immediately during some shows they don't but I think we've really earned their trust in the long term because they've seen those stories pan out they've seen those seeds planted and then they call them back yeah what's cool is like unlike a lot of indie shows too it's like you have the screen to utilize it too so if somebody's like first time too they can catch up on the feud you have like yeah. wicked vignettes one and- or two hype videos and sometimes uh, you customize a little extra opener to a, a entrance music video or play a promo there's different fun things you can do yeah it's awesome yeah, yeah. so how the night's over. How did you feel about this? Because um, you did Very your match, proud, and yeah. then you did you immediately start watching the rest of the show I after? Usually, yeah. I, usually I do and don't. Depends how busy I am. But I my intention is always to watch, and I yeah. got to watch a lot. Uh, yeah. Did it take I, a lot of time to just clean up the all the yeah, blood off the your medic, head and stuff? Just because it wouldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> was I was hardcore. fine. <laughs> At that point, like she, the, the medic's the only one who was not worried. She's like, "No, I know you're fine." Yeah. And everyone else is just seeing the gush. And yeah. It looked like a fucking massacre. Yeah. It's gonna look great. Like I seen you fine now. Yeah. I'm like. This, that's awesome. That was, that's yeah. great. But um, like we talked about off air, there was a lot of variety to the show. Mm-hmm. 
and it's hard to pick one thing to enjoy so that's part of why I enjoyed it because it's our it's our annual big show and just like last year there's a variety there's the there's a title match there's the uh, gimmick match with like whether it's ladders and chairs or whether or whether it's uh, a boxes match and like that's very yeah that was cool so BLT there, right? yeah. and then there's a you know there's a women's match there's a tag match there's there's some high flying match there's young prospects there's the you know the old time uh, n- n- name who's you know if, uh, you know turning his career around and then mm-hmm. uh, there's these uh, you know PWG guys who's a bit of everything going on yeah. so like there's a nice variety to the card and that's that's where I really enjoyed taking a peek from the corner and watching it's seeing that variety play out where like alright people enjoyed the comedy people enjoyed the the brutality people enjoyed uh, the fan favorites they enjoyed the guest appearances they enjoyed the title match they got to enjoy a little bit of everything yeah and uh, yeah I just want to say if somebody's listening to this and getting exposed to Smash Wrestling for the very first time and maybe you're not even a wrestling fan go to this show it's just it's in, it's more than just a wrestling show it's a total experience yeah, and it's the ultimate live event experience brother mm-hmm. yeah and it's one of those things like you we can sit here and we can tell you um, exactly why you'll uh, you could love smash wrestling or why you um, you know you'll you'll be entertained but you you we can't do it justice. You yeah. have to you be experience there it. Yeah, there's a there's a buzz in the air. Like, and you know what? What no matter what I tell you, you're you're gonna come away with something completely different than what I say. Um, it's it's indescribable. It's yeah. like when I see these uh, indie bands in Toronto, and I I've been terrible at going to seeing like the the smaller uh, <laughs> setups. And you see sometimes there's these really respected or tra- well traveling bands, and they go in these intimate settings, whether it's 50 people or 500 people, and they tear it up mm, they're getting into yeah. their, they're, they're playing their guitars in the fucking crowd they're they're you know getting everyone yeah. to sing along like yeah we there's went, like a call we following, went to yeah. one where they uh did a limbo you know like yeah. and then like and then you, you're with your friends and you know like you you get to you get to have access to these guys and say you guys rock the house down and they 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 feel humbled by it and you're like and some of these guys like i said are accomplished they're just not these young kids who are just trying to cut a break and whenever i go with these things i'm like man i wish i'd do this more often it's like but again you procrastinate you're like eh i can miss this one but when you go there live you're like i am so glad i didn't miss this tonight was truly because we all have routines right we're used to work we're used to family and that's all great we, we, a lot of people love their jobs and families as we should but once in a while it's nice to throw in that something different you know yeah, what I mean? the ultimate when, escape i think it was we were in kitchener uh, a lady came up to me and she said um, you know, thank you for coming to Kitchener. She's like, I, I really enjoyed the show. She's like, I'm definitely gonna be back. But she said, what I appreciated most about it, like we don't we don't have guardrails at our shows. Yeah, we don't. And she said, I've never felt a more a part of the show than I do tonight. And she's been. She said she's been to WWE. She's been to all these things. And I think when you have like, I'm not saying, hey, I'm not saying I wouldn't love a crowd of twenty thousand people. I mean, that would be amazing. But I think there's a certain like sense of community and a sense of of being a part of something that you you can't get elsewhere it's 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 the scale it's being able to hear somebody say something or chant something and respond like you yeah can, you, yeah you can yeah join in and be a part of something yeah and it's not frowned upon there was a moment like that with psycho mike uh oh, he, he, he was grabbing the ladder and uh so the the match was 
boxes, ladders, and chair or in uh, tables. And so he's he's about to do something with a ladder, but the crowd started chanting, "What's in the box?" And then he just like kind of like teased him, like looked at the box, went right. back to the ladder, looked at the box, drops the ladder picks up the box and everybody just pops you know it's like yeah it's, just, it's, they kind of go with the flow of like what's yeah happening. i mean guys do stuff on the fly one of the guys who was really great at it and i'm sure it contributed to his success was uh was kevin steen i mean mm-hmm. i remember him uh being on our shows and that guy um was able to play off the people in the crowd so well that he could take the the match and their response any way he wanted to because yeah. of the way he interacted with them and it was just it was incredible to watch and yeah. um i feel like you know um i feel like it is i think i think you made a good uh analogy to like music and stuff when you go see like um like if you went to like a dashboard show mm-hmm. at, at like a, a smaller venue and everyone's it's like a fucking Rafi show where everyone's like singing along because yeah, they know yeah. all the words. Um, it's kind of like that, you know, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we went to went to uh, Every Time I Die with Andy, it, it was that fucking was incredible, awesome. you know, and the, you, we can't replicate that energy, you know. Um, I think I, I like to think we, we do it in our own little way. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, you guys got a show coming up at the Rec Room, and it's a free show. Here? Yeah, we got two shows. We got two shows. At the Rec Room. Room. One's free. One's not. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. The first one is a show we did last year as our 100th show, <laughs> which I'll let you in on a secret. It wasn't actually our 100th show. <laughs> we were pacing it as our 100th show, but I think we had a couple like smaller out of town shows. It in might between. have been like 103. So yeah. we we're like 103, and then we're like, no, is it? We're celebrating 100. We're lying yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, we did it as a mystery show just no matches advertised no talent advertised you just show up and you just everything's a surprise and it was a really fun honestly some people like it's probably the most fun I've ever had it's ballsy because some people were putting it as their favorite show of the year and I'm like but there's super showdown there's any good (laughs) sign there's Canusa there was that one show with this and that and that crazy madness and like but it's that element that you can't like I said it's not your just not your ordinary day to day it's not even your ordinary wrestling you can't go experience that with music or sports or wrestling anywhere else and that's what we try to do here and there is we try to do something a little different and fresh yeah yeah I think um wrestling like I don't think you could go to a a music show a concert and it be a mystery concert show and then be like oh shit I love every one of these bands you know yeah yeah Um, and and you the term you just said said was I think ballsy is a good term because there's only a few companies in the world that can pull off a mystery show because uh, you have to gain the trust of your fans number one and number two you have to be confident that the show you're going to put on is going to ha- leave them saying I got my money's worth because they they don't know but what's it's going on. what's amazing is like those they're still spending their money to see you cuz they can trust that it's going to yes. be fucking good and which last you year, built that trust over last them. year we sold out the show um, tickets are, are flying out the door for this year's show yeah um, and I you know I'm proud of being ballsy enough to do it I'm I'm proud that um, you know it, it takes a lot to put yourself out there and say you know what we're not we're, we're the only selling point is the potential experience and the brand and um, you know it's it's crazy to see the support for something like that and I think this year um, with what we have in store is is, is going to top last year I think uh, there's uh, a lot of really unexpected faces 
on that show, and I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then um, I think you should explain the uh, the free show. So yeah. The, oh, by the way, that show's on September sixteenth. Yeah. So the October fourteen free show is uh, essentially we're doing it to honor our staff, just because like a lot of our wrestlers always remind us, man, you guys have something special here, and like and it's just not us wrestlers. It's like the staff goes the extra mile. They 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 treat us better than any staff, and like we know all their names, and they work so hard, and they they invest their creativity and time and their passion into us and yeah, there's a lot of guys even like uh, it was this guy Scotty O'Shea he always tells me he's like we gotta do something like I'd love to we treat him out or take him out for a night or something and we've always just been trying to figure out something and then you know a few of us talked and we're like honestly let's do a show where we recognize him because it's one thing when we say thank you we I mentioned in the ring, what's special about Smash is our tripod of the, the wrestlers as the locker room, our staff and the fans. So, like, it feels right to, if we're celebrating any of that to do it with all three parties there. Yeah. And where all these three parties always have met is inside a ring. So, uh, us wrestlers, we want to give back to the fans and our staff f- for a night and say, hey, we don't take any of you for granted. And it's a free show, so not only do you have no excuse, but now we're using that as leverage for you to bring new friends. Like, yeah, uh, you guys are fucking wonderful people. Because like that way, <laughs> if, it's, if it's packed, Dude, we're like, everyone's going. This, this fucking guy didn't <laughs> refuse to tell me the concept of the show. Oh, really? Like, Until you did the promo? Yeah. No, oh, no, that's no, cool. No yeah. Clue. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, man, yeah. Alan messaged me 20 times. He's like, can I get started on graphics? Can you give me a hint? Or can I just give it? And I'm like, no. He's like, I hate you. I'm like, I can't explain why. He's like, why can't you? I'm like, uh, uh, we'll talk August 27th. But yeah, that's, yeah. But to yeah. me, like, he could have told us and we could have been like, hey, man, that's really cool. But in a weird way, like, it's a very generous thing because it's like... You know, he even wanted to surprise us, the two people who work with him. Like, who literally, know yeah, yeah. And so that know. means all the staff did not know you no picked know. up the mic. It was like Dude, total I, wrestling I moment like, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's really, really and, cool. Uh, yeah. it, you know, I think it's cool because, like, at first we're like, yeah, let's do the free show just so, because the free show is not just to give people a free show. It's like, we want as many as you there to celebrate with us. Let's, if you guys want to celebrate and put over the wrestler, sure. If you want to celebrate and put over a passionate fan, sure. We're there to celebrate our staff, but let's, we're all a big family, you know. It's about the fans, it's about the wrestlers, it's about uh, our staff, but like, uh, my hopes was honestly, and if people like save 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks on a ticket, if you got a extra money, you can buy beer or you can donate throughout the night and, and all this money is going to go to our staff not into any gas money not to pizza money it's just straight going to them it's like it, that way it's it's that money is not a guilt trip it's not extra money it's sincerely it, I feel like from our fans especially those are regulars they're saying hey you know what one of our fans may say I usually buy a $25 ticket this goes out to your team or or the one guy goes you know what here's $100 or here's $5 yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter but it's I feel that way it's very sincere as these fans saying hey this is my thank you to you guys yeah mm-hmm. and it's, it's I, and I say it's generous because uh, you know, it, had we have been uh, informed about that, we could have said uh, it could have been something like we came to the decision or we whatever. But this is from Sebastian and two of the locker room leaders who really pushed for this. Um, and I, like I said, I didn't know about it. So it, like, it's super. Um, I think it's great for a lot of these guys that they're going to get a chance to to be recognized. And I think um, 
I hope, I hope they, uh, I hope they get the point. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that like condescending. Like I yeah. hope it comes across to yeah. them, and I hope they take it to heart. No, you, uh, you guys are so genuine. It's they're definitely yeah. gonna get the point, and that's what's so special about you. Like I listen to a fuck ton of wrestling podcasts. I hear all these horror stories, <laughs> and shit. like that's like fucking eighty percent. But then hearing you guys how you them. do that, yeah, yeah. It's, and that's so cool. No one's perfect. So cool. We're all humans. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. But the thing is. Uh, People have always said this about our locker room. We've done a very good job of protecting from bringing bad season. Like, a good wrestler can be found everywhere. I don't take it away. All our wrestlers are really good wrestlers. But that's like a prerequisite. prerequisite. You know, like, for us, it's like, yeah, you're a good wrestler. But guess what? You're a good human. You actually have a lot of hustle. You have great social media presence. You're a team player. Like, that's why we have you here. Yes, you are a good wrestler. But so are these 20 guys. But you bring those human qualities that it's hard to find. And that's a lot of the guys. I can list all the guys in our locker room. You know, we there are other guys out there that I don't want to name them. That, it, but some of them I may not even know. It's just they're great wrestlers, but they're probably not decent yeah, people. And yeah. That's not what we're about, and that goes beyond uh, our roster. Our staffs like that too. It's like there's guys who can probably video edit and do graphic design, and, and you know they're Better probably than me, good. Probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you the know. thing is, like, are you gonna show up late and leave early mm-hmm. and look down on some of the staff? And uh, you know, you're in it to get your kudos and your props then it's about you it's not about the brand everyone here like I, I, I can see like sometimes people from the outside looking and they, they may f- feel that our, our little like Smash family it's like ah, it's, a, it's a little cheese it's a little culty it's brainwashing it's like no it's like once you're on the inside you get it it's like yeah. you know, we say this and, because and, we feel it like we we have people on this team whether it's wrestlers or staff they're each other's like godparents for their kids and we go to each other's birthdays and like when we have stress in our lives we like vent to each other and then like we we support each other's families and like you know we sacrifice for each other this this is a special second family for everybody yeah and the doors like when he says like once you're on the inside you get it that's not saying the doors are closed yeah it's saying that you know it's it it is a very uh a very like a place of like you have to like earn Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but it's not like we don't shut anyone out. There are guys who come to the show that, you know, there are wrestlers that don't necessarily have spots every day on the show that come because they know that they're welcome here and they're they're good guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, and it's, you know, it's uh, it's really quite remarkable. I just, uh, you know, and, and, it, and it's the one thing that really keeps you going. Yeah, definitely. You know? I also, I'm a very strong believer of uh, the energy you put out in life, like beyond like wrestling and work and everything. Like it's like what you get back. Oh, dude, we're friends. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm about to have a kid and uh, Seb, unfortunately, like my uh, girlfriend had a baby shower. Um, Seb had a bachelor party and couldn't make it, but his wife came. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, like I told her, I'm like, I'm happy you're going, but I'm, it's not that she didn't want her there because it's my friend, James. It's like, I'm like, you have two kids it's gonna be hard she's like no she's like I like those guys it's like beautiful and she's like you know like they've all been supportive of our kids like it's important for us to be there and like that really like made me feel good that I didn't even have to ask her yeah and like again that's where like if if some people come in and they have skills or they want to be part of this buzz it's like they might be nice people I'm not saying they're not nice people they might be nice people but if they're not about this brand or, or this family or you know just you know being respectful to even those who may be inefficient at times it's like it's not going to fly with us it's like you know if someone on our team you know when someone's down you don't kind of put them in their place you help them up and you work with them 
mm-hmm. and like that's where like again I'm always uh, even if there's someone I hate in this world even outside of wrestling I don't think they're bad people I just think maybe we just don't share the same vision or philosophy it's different circumstances right and there are circumstances to what make us us at Smash mm-hmm. Wrestling and uh those who like our vision and our structure, uh, they're addicted to it. They're like, this is amazing. That's because that's who they are as well. And other people, it doesn't work for them. It's like to each own. But fortunately, like I'd say the majority of people who walk in here, they love it and they don't want to leave. We can't kick them out. Yeah. They're lifers now. And some of the rosters like, you can't kick me out of here. Yeah, you got me for, forever good. now. Yeah. We're stuck with yeah. a bunch yeah. of it's, it's a beautiful thing you have going on. I am so intrigued to see it grow and the next steps and everything and like I'm going to be a supporter along the whole journey and hopefully it goes like longer than my life I just want to say this like I I love your brand so much and yeah I said this to Seb uh, one time I said I think you've created something that will exist long after uh, we do, um, whether it's you know through uh, you know death, they like hit by a bus, or um, you know if there's ever a time where it's not for us, I think it it is, which is crazy to think about that you'll you like you can create something that exists mm-hmm. you know, outside made, of you. I always made my piece that like like my wrestling companies, you have your buzz, you're relevant at time, and then when your time comes, people move on to the next thing. But like you see the rare companies or the rare scenarios where things existed beyond their time and it's always never just the platform it's the people the relationships the wrestlers and the staff and the fans have here you know like a good example is we have a sponsor who's a diehard fan of ours uh, Taylor Kelly I hang out with him outside of Smash Days now and you know like if Smash were to close you'd still be buddies still yeah that's and we, sick and, and when we're buddies we'd be talking about Smash and remember this and you know talking what if we did another show like you and it's cool like you know you get to have those relationships and you're like this is different yeah it's cool and we're grateful about that there's don't get me wrong a lot of people put hard work into making this happen but I, I don't take it for granted that there was a lot of spe- if you think about all the circumstances that brought you and I mean, Alan yeah. and kept us all together and the bumps and the struggles we've had and how we overcame all those like there is a lot that had to happen to keep this the way it is and uh, we're very grateful and I think a lot of that is that passion each individual has we can't make them go away yeah we're all here yeah yeah and uh finally where can people watch smash fight network right yeah fight network Thursday, Thursday? at 10 p.m uh replays on Tuesdays leading into New Japan correct Ooh, yeah, good slot good slot yeah, yeah um on Tuesdays we're in uh sometimes the wrestling lineup changes but there's like uh, this Ring Japan, of Honor, CMLL, Ring of Honor, and us. It's like a wicked time slot. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we follow Impact on Thursdays. Yeah, follow Impact on Thursdays. Impact's on at uh, eight. The uh, we're on at ten. And then uh, you can find us on the Global Wrestling Network app, which is awesome. Uh, tons of cool stuff on there, uh, including us. Um, we have Smash On Demand, ondemand.smash-wrestling.com. So you get everything we've ever done on there uh, for a small fee. Or we partner with other networks like High Spots, uh, powerslam.tv. Uh, you can find us on Progress Wrestling. Um, tons of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah tons of places to watch us. And always uh, the very best live. Yes, I agree. And uh, people listening to this, if you are listening to on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, I want to let 
let you know at our home base, www.girthradio.com. We have a page for every episode. You're going to see some pictures of the guys in the studio. You're going to see Jeff Cobb, Tessa Blanchard, and uh, little blurbs and links to all that is smash. And yeah, thank you guys again. I love fucking thank talking you. to you. I love, love going to your here. shows. It's Honestly, sick. Yeah. I think we've established this three times. The next time you have me, it's pretty obvious James and I are a pair of pair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always good times. Yeah, and you guys yeah. are welcome back anytime. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Girth Radio.